Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite film podcast, The Average Film Enjoyer. Um, I'm uh, one of your hosts, Trey. Uh, Trey the Film Noob, TikTok, Twitter, Letterboxd. Um, and I'm very excited to be back with you today. I've been gone for about 10 days uh, on vacation with my family, so I'm excited to be back recording a fresh episode uh, gonna do a lot of movie news today, a lot of what we've been watching. Um, as you can see, I am not joined by Jagger today. Uh, he unfortunately is very, very sick. Uh, send all your love to Jagger. Go give him some love on his TikTok. Um, but yeah, he will be joining us Friday for a Friday night double feature. Um, so today, kind of subbing in, um, we have a very good friend of the pod who we've had on many, many times. Uh, my friend Alan from the Fistful of... You guys are Fistful of Films. I ask yes, this every yeah. time. Let's You're go. So first fun. try. So uh, from the Fistful of Films podcast. Alan, my friend, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. Excited to be on and talk about movies, you know, like always. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely great. I'm, ba- I'm glad. Like, I love going on vacation, but like 10 days is too long. It's... Yeah. It's so long. Um, so I was glad to get back yesterday and see my dogs and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I, we, so usually we would be doing an IMDb episode today. Uh, but since Jagger is not here, um, and the one we're doing next, I think he's very much looking forward to. We're just, me and Alan are just gonna, I mean, I've been gone for a while. We're going to talk some movie news over the past couple weeks. We're going to talk about what we've been watching recently and just see where it goes. Um, so... First one, um, we got our first trailer and our first look at the uh, new MonsterVerse movie, uh, Godzilla and Kong, whatever it's called. Um, Alan, what are your thoughts on this? Are you excited? Or are you not so excited? I know this is coming on, like, or this is released right on the tails of Godzilla, of Godzilla Minus One, which I know you want to talk about later. Um, but what are your thoughts about this new trailer? Uh, I mean, personally, the only MonsterVerse movie I've seen is the one from 2021 with, I think it's Godzilla vs. Kong, just like yeah. that solo title. Uh, I think it's pretty, pretty mid to ass. <coughs> Sorry. Um, oh, you're good. I haven't seen like the solo Godzilla and Kong movies. I've yeah. With Edward's direct one, so I'm sure that one's probably good. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I couldn't care less about this. I think it looks, it looks pretty, like dumb it, it doesn't oh, yeah. give any weight to the monsters like there's a there's a clip of them running together mm-hmm. and godzilla has like an infinity gauntlet which is just like i don't know what's going on yeah um i don't know i'm i'm fully on the the japanese side of the godzilla like franchise because everyone that i've seen is way better than the American yeah ones. um yeah i mean i've talked about this on the pod before those movies, the MonsterVerse movies, they're pretty shitty, but I love them. They're my guilty pleasure movie. If I just want to watch a movie while I play Fortnite, I'll throw one of those on. Um, I think they're all just an absolute blast. Um, yeah, Gareth Edwards did direct the first Godzilla, which came out in 2014. That's kind of the start of that universe. Um, and it is quite good. It's not my favorite from those, uh, from the uh, universe, but... It is very, very good. Um, and also, Kong uh, Kong Skull Island. 
uh, I know you as just a general film lover um, would appreciate that movie has a great soundtrack and the color palette in that movie is unbelievable. So I definitely recommend checking both of those out. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you. It looks dumb. It looks stupid, but it looks fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, before we get into the rest of our movie news, you said you mentioned that just the Japanese side of Godzilla movies uh, that you enjoy more. Uh, and we just got a new one, Godzilla Minus One, out in theaters right now. Um, you, I have not yet to see it, but you want to give us like your spoiler-free thoughts on here of what you thought of it? I know you just watched it recently. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's fucking peak. It's my number six of the year. Right outside of the top five. Um, the crazy thing, to put this into perspective, this movie cost fifteen million to make production yeah. budget. Right? Yeah, maybe I saw. I it. saw that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, maybe double it for you know marketing or whatnot. But mm-hmm. like, when you put it into perspective, fucking Marvel movies cost like an average of what two hundred, and they're yeah. horrible. Most yeah, of the time. and that movie this is just insane. It looks great. Yeah, there's maybe there's some moments that it's like obviously you know like CGI because it's a big ass monster. Yeah. Um, but it it doesn't like take you out of the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I think the main issue with like the Western Godzilla ones is that I don't give a shit about any of the people, to be honest. Yeah. And that goes for the majority of the Godzilla movies, like uh, Godzilla Millennium or whatever it's called, Shin Godzilla. I, I really don't care about the humans in the movie. And this one, uh, I think they did a great job of making you care about the characters because it's set um, right after World War Two, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, there's kind of that. That's kind of the whole point of Godzilla being made is it represents, you know, all that dread and stuff from World War II and the U.S. bombing Japan. Yeah. But it's, like, very palpable, the emotion, um, all the characters I think you can root for. The sound design is, like, fucking insane. Like, it's like Oppenheimer-level sound design. Oh. It's so good. Yeah. Um, VFX are very sound for, like, the budget. Uh, there's a lot of hype moments. A lot of moments I had my ass cheeks rumbling. And a lot of moments that uh, just had me like my whole body floating. Like there's this there's this moment near the end where like I was talking about how all the, like the sound is like really well designed. Mm-hmm. There's a moment near the end where it just cuts all of it off during a very tense moment, and it was just incredible. Like I felt like my whole body levitating. But it was funny because this guy in my showing farted during that moment. <laughs> There's just pure silence, and then this guy just farts, and then everyone laughs, and, like, I laughed too, but I was kind of like, damn, bro. Yeah. That was the first time I watched that moment, and this guy laughed and farted or whatever. I'm, like, kind of pissed about that, but it was, yeah. it was, it was fun. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I can't really think of, like, an actual flaw with it that I dislike. Yeah. To be honest, like, it could maybe go up to a five. I don't know. I think I'm going to rewatch it maybe here this week on Thursday with... Uh, in IMAX again, I would definitely recommend to go see this on IMAX. Oh, yeah. Um, and apparently the guy's in talks to make, like, his own universe around this. Because it's like, doing so well in the box office. So, you know, hopefully that goes through for him. Because I think he did a great job writing and directing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, I personally have not gotten into much of the Godzilla movies. I've seen a good amount of the King Kong movies. Um the uh, I just recently just watched the Peter Jackson King Kong film. Uh, I think it came out like 2004, 2005. I don't know, but outstanding. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Uh, I'm very excited. 
Um, also, these this past week, we got a trailer, our first look at Furiosa, which, uh, Alan, you've seen Mad Max Fury Road, right? I have not. <laughs> oh, neither of us have seen it. Okay, well... But the trailer looks sick. <laughs> yeah, this movie looks hella awesome. Um, I love Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, I mean... I haven't seen any of the Mad Max, Mad Max movies, but the trailer looks dope. It looks so cool. Um, yeah. And I've heard from a lot of fans of the for, well, like the originals and uh, Fury Road that it like they're like, yeah, this looks like it's going to be amazing. Um, so that looks cool. Um, and then uh, we also got a trailer, or we got two more trailers. Uh, Night Swim. The new Blumhouse horror movie coming out in, I believe, January. Uh, thoughts, Alan? Looks fucking horrible. Yeah. Wire uh, Russell's in it, so maybe, you know. Yeah. They can, they can do something. Yeah, I mean, I love Wyatt Russell. Um, this one, I'm, I, I'm obviously going to see it because horror is, like, my favorite genre. But, like, I yeah. don't know. It's just, whew. Like, that was such a big fear for me as a kid. Like, something in the pool you know like after i watched like shark week for the first time i was like oh shit i'm gonna get bitten by a shark um so i i don't know i'm cautiously hopeful um but it's pretty easy to please me when it comes to horror movies um yeah i don't know i liked the last voyage of the meter and fucking the boogeyman from this year so you never know it could be yeah i don't know where all the hate was for boogeyman was coming from that movie scared me I thought it was good, dude. Like, they yeah. used, like, lighting. In yeah, cool man. Like, there's a lot of scenes with lights, so I was like, wow. And, but, like, uh, you know, I got into cinema, like, this year. Like, starting this year. So that was the first, like, ever, like... You know, there's, like... There's horror movies, like, Hereditary, that are just, like... That's creepy. But then there's, like, yeah. jump-scare horror movies. Your Insidiouses, your Conjurings. Boogeyman is one of those. Um... And that was the first time I'd ever seen a jump scare horror movie in the theater. And there was multiple times where I screamed. Even though I knew it was coming, I was like, yeah! It was very embarrassing. Um, let's see, what else do we got? Ghostbusters trailer we got as well. Uh, you said, I mean, I'm really excited for this. I thought the uh, Legacy sequel that came out last year, Ghostbusters Afterlife, was excellent. Uh, it had a perfect blend of homages to the original two and, uh, like, uh, moments where it was setting up for more movies. Uh, so it was a perfect combination there. A lot of heart, um, really well written. Um, so we got a, a trailer for the sequel to that. Um, Alan, you said you never seen a Ghostbusters movie, but you did see this trailer and you think it looks mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I think that looks cool. Like, I don't know. I was getting, like, excited watching it. I yeah. Mean- you know, could, could be could be theater bias, could be IMAX bias because everything is elevated there. But true, I mean, yeah, it looks cool. I like Paul Rudd most of the time. You know, in Ant Man, he kind of is wasted. Well, uh, I mean, not in the first there. two, but the third one. No, no, yeah, yeah, the third one. I mean, I mean, in the second one, he's kind of just like there. Like I don't know. That yeah, it's weird. fine. I feel like the little quick, like uh, whatever you call it. I can't think of words today. Um, I feel like the first Ant-Man gets like secondhand hate because of how bad the second and third one are. The first Ant-Man is like a banger. It's so good. Yeah, I think it's like a high three and a half for me. Like, I think it's really like cool for 
I don't know, it's, it's kind of like its own story in the big-ass universe that it's in, you know? Yeah, it's very isolated, um, which I really like because, uh, like, when I have friends that I've never seen anything of the MCU, and they're like, we just want to watch one. Um, we don't want to start from the beginning. I'm like, okay. And that's obviously, like, you can't give them, like, an Avengers movie or, or Captain America or Iron Man because there's all this stuff that goes into it. And you're like, well, if you want to watch this movie, you have to watch this movie and this movie and this movie. But that's why Ant-Man and the Guardians movies are so great is because they're so isolated. And there's nothing you really have to know beforehand. And you can just go into it and enjoy a Marvel movie without having to watch all these stuff that builds up. Um which is what I love about both of those franchises is they're very isolated. They don't try to branch too much out. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah, very good. One of the, the strong suits of guardians. That's like the untouchable trilogy of that universe. Like, well, Captain America close. too. Ca- I think Cap. Yeah. I mean, Captain America is the number one trilogy for me, but I'm biased because he's my favorite character. Gotcha. All right. Movie news. Or movie trailers done. Now we got some news this week. Um, we got, or the past week, we got uh, Melissa Barrera was let go from the cast of Scream, Scream 6. Uh, soonly followed or followed quickly by uh, Jenna Ortega, who quit. Um, now, I don't really want to go into the politics of why this happened, but will this affect whether or not you want to see the Scream 6 when it comes out? Uh, I don't think people go to Scream for the cast, I'll be honest. Yeah. They go because it's a horror slasher movie. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Jenna Ortega, I wish, was in it because she's actually like a really good actress, and I think she's excellent in those movies. Uh but Melissa Barrera is pretty crappy, so kind of glad she's She gone. improved on she, six. On uh, five? No, she, she didn't. She was horrible on five. She improved a little bit. But yeah, like I don't really care if she's in there or not. Wait, no, like, isn't it Scream Ortega. 7? It'd be Scream 7. Ah, yeah. oh, that website got it wrong, those idiots. Um, no, she. I just Scream don't think... I, I don't think she's good. I don't. Well, I don't think she's good either, but she's definitely gotten better. Yeah. I guess I that, I saw that, people, uh, that first I saw people fan casting for Wonder Woman her for Wonder Woman. Oh, like, I don't want I don't want to go from one bad actress to another, you know, like, what? Uh, Gal Gadot yeah. is bad. Yeah, I, she's she, not that okay, good. Phys- physically, she's great for the role. I think she looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah, like I think it's a great casting. But yeah, she looks great. Or shit. Yeah, like I don't I don't know. It's it's it's, it's the whole ordeal is like fucked like. People shouldn't get fired for saying their, their mind, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, physically, Melissa Barrero, I think, would be a great Wonder Woman, but I just don't think she has the acting chops. I don't know who... Natalie Portman, maybe? I feel like could be a solid Wonder Woman. I don't think she's tall enough, though. Natalie Portman is pretty short. She's also, like... Yeah, she's pretty small, I think, compared to Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yeah, was like in the army, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she was in the Israeli army, dude. She's a badass. Yeah, that's insane. Um, um, I don't what, know. They could definitely find somebody, but I don't know. What about like Mila Kunis? I feel like Mila Kunis could do it. She's a solid actress, and she's she really kind of looks the part. Uh, 
Oh, are you looking her up right now? <laughs> look at, no, I know who she is, but I'm looking up her height. How tall is she? Damn, she's 40. What? Um, she looks great. Yeah, she does. 5'4". Uh, ah, that's still pretty short. How tall is Gal Gadot? Let's see. Now we're just fan casting Wonder Woman. 5'10". See, that's like around what she should be. 5'10". That's my like, height. That's Wonder, weird. Wonder Woman is like... I don't know. She's like a big... Like, she towers above Batman. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, because she wears high heels. It doesn't matter. She's like... You know, like, the woman Superman. Like, she's she's built and shit. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It, it I wish Lin- someone that has that kind of presence as well. I wish Linda Hamilton was younger. Uh, I feel like she would have been a great Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think I think James Gunn's going to cast younger anyway. Probably in, like, 30s to, like, late 20s. Then who are they going to do? I don't know. I can't really think of anyone that's like, ooh, they would be excellent. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. I can think of, like, everyone else, though. Probably. Batman? Who's your bat? Who's Batman? Who's the next Batman in your mind? I want... Well, like... I want Jensen Ackles, to be honest. Like, that's a yeah. really popular fan cast, but I think yeah. he looks apart insanely well. Yeah, I think Jensen um, Ackles would be great. Like, uh, I like already with this, all the Superman castings. I think they're all, like, insanely well. Like, well picked. Oh, 100%. Um, um, did, wasn't Nicholas Holt just cast as Lex Luthor, too? Yeah. I like, love that. Dude, so, like, when I first heard that, I was like, eh, you know, like, I don't see it. But, like, I kept I kept seeing, like, pictures online of him next to Lex and, like, pictures of him bald and stuff. And it, it's like, if he if he beefs up a little bit more, it, it's going to be great, I think. Yeah, I, oh, 100%. Um, yeah, for sure. Better than uh, fucking Jesse Eisenberg, that's for sure. What? Okay. Don't bring your <laughs> Bro, Jesse Eisenberg hate on this pod. He's a great he's a great actor, but he was shit for that role. No, like he I'm wasn't. sorry. He was great. He ruined that movie. Oh my god, no, he made he it did, better. No, no, no. Okay, a here's guy. a radical idea. Here's a radical idea. Nicholas Cage as the Joker. Thoughts. I don't know. His, his face. He has a weird face. Yeah. I don't know who would be... I mean, all I see in my head is Heath Ledger. I don't know who could do better than that. Yeah, you need someone with like some crazy, crazy chops. Jake Gyllenhaal could be a good... Jake Gyllenhaal could be a good Batman or a good Joker. My man has yeah. range. I think you could... I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him do like Hush. Oh yeah, that'd be honest. cool. What is happening with my safari? Um, I'm yeah, trying... I don't know about Joker. That's a really hard one. Like that, that's like on on like Wonder Woman level. It's like I don't know. I, I just don't. I can't picture anyone in my head. Like Barry yeah. uh, in the Reeves verse is like really weird to me still. But you never know. Oh, what about uh, Bill Hader? Imagine Bill, Bill Hader as the Joker. I feel like he would. I see Bill Hader as more of like a, a Riddler or some shit. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Some, some people were saying John Hamm is Two Face. I think that'd be. Oh, that's like banging. perfect. Yeah, I think that'd be banging. That's so good. Um, you know the guy that plays Rorschach in The Watchmen? I haven't seen The Watchmen. You haven't seen The Watchmen? No. Uh, I don't know if you want to search him up, but the guy that the main character plays Rorschach, people were saying like I agree that he'd be great as a Mad Hatter. Watchmen. 
Um, Harley Quinn. There's gonna be three Harley Quinns, by the way. Actually, I don't know. I think Margot Robbie's uh, gonna be recast. Oh, I hope she's like. Oh, he would be a great Mad Hatter. Or she's rep- she's reprising the role. Oh, I hope so. Uh, because Margot Robbie, that is one of the few bright parts of Zack Snyder's DCEU. Uh, is Margot Robbie um, as Harley yeah. Quinn? She is excellent in that role. Um, yeah, what about casting Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman? You think he's too old? He's too old. Yeah. If they do like a Flashpoint paradox, he could play like Thomas Wayne, but. I think that's way too late, and he's going to be even older. Yeah. Damn it, dude. I just, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's great in everything. Um, I mean, who else do we, who are, you, are other main characters that we're going to get cast? I mean, we got... Well, uh, Green Lantern. They're, they have the Lantern show. Oh, God. I um, hope they do him justice. Yeah, Booster Gold. A lot of people are saying Glenn Powell. I think would be really good. Oh yeah, he would be very good as that. Uh, Martian Manhunter. I don't know. Martian Manhunter. I feel like. Uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, dude from Twelve Years a Slave. I never know how to say his name. Um, uh, Chi Chi Chiwetel Eif Eg Four. <laughs> Is he in Doctor Strange? Yeah. It's like Chitwell something. I, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Imagine him as Martian Manhunter. I feel like he would yeah. fucking kill it. Bro, I hope they cast Winston Duke in the like DCU as a kind of a bigger character. Like, I don't know. He could play. Uh, <clears throat> who's the other Green Lantern? Is it John Stewart? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, he would be a great. But uh, he's he's really big. He's really big. Guy, he's too so, big to uh, play John Stewart. I think. Um, yeah, I could I see hope, Winston gets... Duke is like Apocalypse or Dark Side, or... Jo- or he could play a uh, uh, cyborg. Oh, I can see him in cyborg. I don't know. He might be too old. What about here's this Michael Fassbender is uh, Batman if he bulked up a little bit. He's got to bulk up a lot. Yeah, and he's pretty old, isn't he? I don't know. Man. Uh, oh, say so he was born in '77. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to see Michael. I want a Michael Fassbender renaissance. I miss him. I think Batman is going to be way older though, like, than Superman. Superman's in like, what, his 20s? And what they're going to be like? Yeah. Because uh, it's going to have Robin as well. That's like my biggest worry is like the Robin to cinema like transition. Like I, He's just not a it would just make. For, like, I think it would make screen. more sense if they just went like right to like Nightwing or... Or if they want to do Robin, do like Damian Wayne, like a darker that's version they're of doing. Robin. They're doing Damian. Oh, okay, that's good. Then I wonder who they're gonna cast as Damian. It's so weird. Like I don't, I don't think Robin transitions well to like a movie screen. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, we haven't seen any vibe. great Ren, or just bring back Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Christopher Dolan. <laughs> what a dick <laughs> setting up. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Robin, and then just never making another movie. Thirty-year-old Robin is crazy, bro. <laughs> Again, Nightwing, man. Yeah, I could see Nightwing. Um, I don't know. They'll probably get to that point. Yeah. Or actually, they might already exist since like Damien is there, like Nightwing and yeah. Uh, what's the other guy's name? That uh, Nightwing oh. and uh, Red Hood. Yeah, Red Hood. That's Jason Todd. Like after he was yeah. uh, brainwashed. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. 
I like jumping over to the Reeves universe because I know you're a huge fan of uh, the Batman. Um, mm-hmm. I like the idea of Barry Keoghan as the Joker. I think he will he would do an excellent job. Um, I think the mangled face like helps him to be honest. Yeah, he doesn't have the look for the Joker. Um, like. But also one that I think is super slept on. Um, have you seen Gotham the TV show? I tried. I thought it was horrible. It's pretty shit. <laughs> but in like season two or three, Cameron Monaghan shows up as right, Joker. Right? Yeah, and he is so damn good. Oh my god, he I is. Dude, I don't like him because like I think it's because the visual aspect. Because I know they can't use the exact characters. Yeah. For some reason, like he's like Jerome or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I the, just like the visual aspect doesn't like. I can't, I can't see the vision, but, I mean, he's, he's great in uh, Fallen Order games. So. Yeah. Or Jedi games, so who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what James Gunn is uh, doing. Yeah, uh, I'm on full, like, DC train. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm out with Marvel and watch. in with DC. I'm still going to watch all of them, but I'm definitely on the DC train. Dude, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm I'm not on the DC or Marvel train. I'm just on the James whatever James Gunn is doing yeah. train. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, some more movie news. Uh, I don't know if you are a Stephen King fan, Alan, but we did get an announcement that the director of the original Hunger Games uh, will be adapting Stephen King's short story, The Long Walk, into a movie, which is what I reacted to. Uh, before we started recording, Alan, um, this—have you heard of this short story that Stephen King wrote, *The Long Walk*? No. Okay. I don't Stephen King. So I'm like a religious Stephen King reader. Um, mm-hmm. I love him so much. Uh, as we've gotten a lot of peak cinema from Stephen King IP, *The Shining*, um, *Shawshank Redemption*, uh, *The Green Mile*. Shawshank? Yeah, he wrote *Shawshank*. That's a Stephen King book. That's kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, imagine that you are the original writer for Shawshank and The Shining. Yeah, well, Shining's peak, Shawshank overrated, but it's still really good. It is overrated. I don't like the ending at all. Um, uh, but yeah, Long Walk, it's a story, it's based in a futuristic dystopian world, uh, where once a year there is a competition held called The Long Walk where a hundred young men between the ages of 15 and 18, um, you, they basically start at the, there's this huge route. It's like a thousand miles and they basically start at the starting line and they have to walk it. But the catch is you can't ever stop walking. Um, and basically the last one standing wins and if you like slow down or or you stop or anything, you get a warning and then three warnings and they shoot you in the head. Um so it's so <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's sick as hell. Um so yeah, I'm very excited for that. That should be a cool like I mean, we had that kind of era in the mid two thousands where we got all those like dystopian teen movies. Yeah. Maze Runner uh hunger games uh the divergent series which was shit uh 
but maybe we'll get like a renaissance with this one. Um, so that should be cool. Um, did you see the original black phone? The original? Not the, the, I mean the one like came out in 2019. I thought it was last year. Was it last it was year? Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Was that last yeah, year? Yeah, last year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out 2021, but it got delayed because of COVID and then came out uh, last year. Oh, shit. Okay, well, you you did you see that? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Um, what do, what do, what were your thoughts on that one? Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? I like I think it's pretty good, but like people were glazing it like it was like the greatest horror movie ever made. Oh no, definitely and not. Well, well, I think it's like really good and I think it has some of the best like child acting probably ever. Whoa. Like whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, the child acting in that is incredible. It's good, but ever? Oh my god. Some of the best, some of the best. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I've seen some pretty horrible child performances, so. Yeah, but there's some pretty peak ones as well. Like what? Like what? Jacob Tremblay in Room, River Phoenix in Stand By Me, Jerry O'Connell in Stand By Me. Uh, Corey Feldman in Stan, Corey Feldman in Stand By Me, The Goonies, and The Burbs, and the all-time goat Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Uh, I think she's okay. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! Bro, I'm not saying the the kid from The Shining is kind of crazy. I think he's really good. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, maybe I'll, I need to watch more, you know, child performances. I guess because I don't know. I've only seen some pretty poopy ones. Have you seen Stand By Me? No. Oh, go watch Stand By Me, man. Uh, see, not see Thomas Howell. Uh, whoever plays Elliot in uh, E.T., outstanding. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that since I like, was an adolescent. So. Oh, it's great. Holds up. Um, but we uh, did get uh, announcement. Black Phone uh, 2 will be coming out with Ethan Hawke and Mason Thames uh, returning. So, and Madeline McGraw. Um, so that's ex- it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have is seen it. A prequel? Does it say? Uh, no, it just says Black Phone Two. Mm, probably yeah. a prequel because you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Um, what do you have that rated at? Because I have it at a three and I, a half. I don't have it logged. Uh, I would have it the same rating as you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's exciting. Uh, solid horror movies. Always down for that. Um, and then. Our last piece of movie news today, uh, we got our first, we got the pictures from the set of The Apprentice, which is a new biopic coming out about Donald Trump with, guess who, Sebastian Stan. Now, I'm, I'm looking forward to this just because I love Sebastian Stan. He looks goofy as hell. Yeah, I mean, I think he looks the, like the part, though, with like the wig and everything. Like, yeah. If you watch like that clip from Home Alone, that's like the only visual i have of young donald trump i think he looks yeah. like pretty 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 good yeah is he just looks oh he looks so good jeremy strong is in it as well as his mentor jeremy strong was alfred in uh the dceu right no that's uh who the fuck oh jeremy strong jeremy... was in the kingsman movies was he jeremy strong Am I thinking of... Oh, fuck. 
Who is that? I was thinking of Mark Strong Jeremy. and Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking but, hell. I mean, I think he's a really great actor. I think Sebastian Stan's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, if, if, they, if they do it correctly, I think it could be really well. If they're not like, you know. Yeah, I'm excited to what Sebastian Stan sounds like in this. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing is the voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's our movie news today. Uh middle of the episode uh if you're watching this on youtube right now uh please subscribe leave a comment down below uh with, with what your thoughts on on who should play wonder woman um and uh follow subscribe to our channel uh our link to the our merch is in our channel description um go check out alan's podcast fistful of films um on youtube spotify uh yeah um so why don't we just get into what we've been watching recently and then alan we can go play fortnite also new fortnite season is out what are your thoughts yeah it's fucking shit oh the i disagree I the movement it. is rough but i love the attachments and the fact that they brought like back the mythic guns and all that it feels like pre og map fortnite which I enjoyed. Yeah, which, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think that was a good thing. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, parts I of it. Play, I didn't play until they brought OG back, so. Um, yeah. How recent are we going here? Yeah, so now that we've mentioned that, let's get into what we've been watching recently. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't want to go all the way back to... When I left for Hawaii, which is like, I don't know, the 21st, 20, 20th. Um, but I don't know. Let's go back. Shit. Let's go back to like the uh, 27th of November. And go from there. Sound good? Yeah. Alright. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Or do you want to like do three each and kind of switch off? Oh, we can do three each. That's like perfect. I have three, 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 I think. So. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I have too many. Uh, <laughs> I'll, do f- I'll do five and you do three. So, go ahead. Do your first three. What are your first three? What have you been watching, Alan? Uh, so, on the 27th, I went to one of those AMC Screen Unseen things where they, like, yeah. you know, show a movie that's, like, not out yet. Uh, and I got to see American Fiction. Oh, how was that? Uh, Jeffrey Wright uh, is incredible. Top 10 of the year. Hell yeah, man. I love Jeffrey Wright. Wright. Yeah, I think it's really relevant on, like, some societal issues with, like, you know, uh, racial relations and all that stuff. Yeah. Um... The score, I think, is really, really good. Like, for, for what it is, it's, not, it's nothing, like, grand or spectacle, you know, but it's, like, a very low-key jazz score that I think is really cool. Like, if you've heard of, like, uh, like Birdman, you know, like, the score in that, it's, like, kind of mm-hmm. in the background, just playing. Yeah. Um, I think the emotional beats hit, there's a lot of feel-good moments, and, like, oh, overall what it's talking about, I think it's just really relevant and important. Yeah. Um, after that... Next day, I watched a short film called Batman Broken Promise. I don't know if you've 
heard of that. Is it like the fan made? Yeah, it's a, it's a fan made animated short, and it's oh, like I'm thinking of a different really one. Really well made. It's really well made. Like yeah, I think my only like like gripe about it was like I didn't love the Batman voice. I think, but they had like Two Face and uh, Scarface in it, and I think they were both like really well portrayed. A lot of the action sequences are cool. Like it's very. You know, like Batman, like using the shadows and all this shit. It's, it's really cool. I, it's really short. I, I would watch it. When you all have, right. When you yeah. Time. Yeah. Uh, then I watched Shin Godzilla, which was. Uh, That's from a couple years ago, right? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. I only watched it because Godzilla minus one. Um, they're not connected in any way, but that's kind of like the rejuvenation of like Japanese Godzilla since mm-hmm. like the western one mm-hmm. uh overall i think it's pretty pretty good it lost me near the middle a bit but i think the beginning and the end are really really good got it to a, a three and a half nice uh it, it, <laughs> he looks like really goofy it's like he has like googly eyes oh really in like the first like half and then he like despawns and comes back and he's locked in like you know more oh, of a that's funny look but <laughs> but like, dude, it, it, you should just look at pictures of it. It's fucking insane. Uh, but yeah, those are like the first three I watched. Nice. Um, starting on the 27th, I watched Fatal Attraction, Michael Douglas, Glenn Close, um, which was super solid, super enjoyable. Michael Douglas is great. Um, just a great thriller. Um, and then I watched Detroit, which came out in 2017. Um Directed by who directed this? Catherine Bigelow, um, with John Boyega, Will Poulter, Anthony Mackie. Um, really, really solid film. It's about uh, I'll just read you the synopsis. A police raid in Detroit in 1967 results in one of the largest citizens' uprisings in the history of the United States. Um, really solid. Will Poulter plays like the most evil human. Um, and does an excellent job. Um, so he has a very punchable face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you should definitely check that one out. Um, it's streaming on Prime. Very, very good. Um, I watched The Terminator for the first time. The OG, um, super enjoyable classic action flick. Um, just great film all around. Um, and then I watched Pete Davidson's special from 2020, Alive from New York. Um, if you're kind of on the fence about Pete Davidson, you're going to hate it. If you really like Pete Davidson, um, like me, you're going to love it. Um, and then I watched, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Old because I saw it was, it, it gets like divisive reviews. Um, like it, it, like some people have it rated like fine, like three stars. And then some people have it like a half star. It's shit. Don't watch that movie. It's it's a waste. It's a waste of your time. Um, and he has all these great actors working in this movie, and somehow all of them just sucked. Um, so yeah, don't watch that. It was a waste of time. Um, what are your next three? Uh, let's see. I have one more for November, which was a rewatch of Southpaw. Hell yeah. The w. Boxing movie. Great film. Force Whitaker. I mean, super generic. Oh, yeah. Uh, to be honest. But, I mean, 
like it's Jake Gyllenhaal, what's not to love? I, I'm a sucker for these boxing kind of movies, and I think Forrest Whitaker matched with him as his, you know, uh, trainer is like a match made in heaven. I think they're really good mm-hmm. uh, together. They're both really great actors. Um, there's a, I don't know if we're talking spoilers, but in the beginning there's like a, a moment that's like just so insane. I remember the first time I watched it, it just so out of left field. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what spot. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then 50 Cent is in this. and He plays a bitch. He's fine. Yeah, he does. He does. But yeah, and then uh, into December, the greatest month of the year, uh, started off with Dream Scenario. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot like American Fiction, it's re- like really relevant on like what it talks about with like cancel culture and all this crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, Nick Cage is fantastic in it. Um, Ari Aster produced it. So oh, like that's weird. Thing has like kind of kind of his like kind of vibes from his movies, which I can kind of see not. Not fully, um, but yeah, I, th- I think I told you earlier that Nick Cage releases like ten shit movies, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a year, mm-hmm. and then he comes out with this one banger, and this one's there right here. So yeah, yeah, it's really really cool concept. Talks a lot about important stuff, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, then I watched Silent Night, the new John Woo movie. The only yeah, it looks terrible. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two. Mm-hmm. I think it was good. Uh, I think. Yeah. The main thing from it is, of course, the action sequences. That's really why you go to a John Woo movie, right? Yeah. But it does yeah. take a minute to get going, like, half the runtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the gimmick of it, like, nobody... There's pretty much ten lines of dialogue in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's just for the sake of the title, to be honest. So it's very unnecessary, but it doesn't really take you... Uh, or take anything away from it. Kid Cudi's in the movie, just to be in it, to be honest. Like, you could have cut him off completely, and it would have been the same movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the action sequences were the main thing, really. I think all the camera movement in it is really, really enthralling, really well put together. Uh, there's a lot of shots, actually, that are, like, really good, and then there's some that are just, like, very bland. Mm-hmm. Joe Kidman is good, though, at doing this, like, I guess, physical acting. He's not really, you know, saying anything in the yeah. movie at all, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are my other three. All right. Um, let's see. I watched uh, Imperium. Um, which is about an FBI analyst, um, who, uh, is tasked with going undercover in white supremacy groups in the mid two thousands, um, like after nine 11. Um, and yeah, it's like inspired by real events. It was super solid. Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Tony Collette, really good. Um, let's see. I watched marketing. And he says a bad word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and then I watched Snowpiercer uh, for the first time. Uh, Banger. That movie's sick. Um, oh, yeah, that movie's really cool. Uh, it, it, although Chris Evans felt really out of place. Like, the whole movie, I'm like, what the hell is Chris Evans doing here? Um, but he was good. Uh, and then... Deer Hunter. I watched the Deer Hunter for the first time with Robert De Niro, uh, Christopher Walken, John Cazale, Meryl Streep. Um, holy fuck. I've added yet another movie to my perfect 100 out of 100 films. Um, just an immaculate film. Just unbelievable how good that was. Um, and if you haven't checked it out, 
It's on Netflix right now. It's a banger. It's so good. Um, I think it's my favorite De Niro role. Um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I watched 2012 for the first time. Um, I'm a fan of the disaster movies like Independence Day, all that kind of stuff. And this is the same director of Independence Day and The Day After Tomorrow, which I enjoy both of those greatly. Uh, it was shit. It was really, really bad. Um, not even John Cusack could save it, unfortunately. Will that movie. Let's see. Yeah, Will has it at a three and a half. What? <laughs> that is wild. I gave it three out of a hundred. Uh, for half star. <laughs> that movie, it was really bad. Um, and then I watched uh, this horror movie called The Lazarus Effect. With, uh, listen to the, how stacked this cast is. Donald Glover, Mark Duplass, uh, Evan Peters, Olivia Wilde. It's freaking stacked. Still blows me away. Yeah. Um, it was terrible. It wasn't good. By the when the credits rolled, it felt like like the whole movie felt like it was building to this big thing, and that would be the last forty minutes. I'm like, and then the credits rolled, and I'm like, wait, what? It was bad. Um, all right, last three, Alan. Last last few days, what have you been you've been watching? Um, yeah, I already talked about Godzilla minus one, so I'm going to skip that one. I have three other than that one, uh, but yeah, go watch that if you haven't. Yes. So- Go get it. Let it have money so students can see that you don't have to use $200 million to make a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched May-December. Okay. Like two nights ago? Yeah, when it came out. Yeah. Um, or three nights ago, I guess. Um, very good. Uh, honestly, a bit overhyped, I think. I think it sits perfectly at a four for me. Uh, okay. Which is a really great Natalie Portman. You know, another banger performance. Julianne Moore, another very great performance because she was in the movie the least, and it felt like she was in it as much as Natalie Portman and uh, Charles Melton. Which okay. I hope he get. I hope Charles Melton gets nominated, but I don't think he should win. I know a lot of people are saying he should win the supporting actor. Yeah. Uh, he's great, but nah. Uh, I mean, he might be better than Robert Downey Jr. I don't know. <gasps> like, I don't know who else. Who else is out there that can for best supporting? Yeah, uh, I mean, the guy from Blackberry apparently is really great. I haven't seen Glenn Howerton, I could see him winning. Uh, anybody from Killers, a Robert De Niro. Um, oh, yeah, Robert. I, I don't think he'll. I think I think Jesse Plemons could get nominated for Best Supporting for Killers. Uh, the guy from uh, Holdovers, the kid. I don't know yeah, if yeah. I think he. That's his first role too. I think he's really great. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it's, there, it's honestly like a very short movie. Jacob Lordy for Elvis or Priscilla. Priscilla or Saltburn, one of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good movie overall. How it touches on like sexual abuse and all that. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, really important, really well done. Kind of scary, to be honest, how like it kind of the character of Julianne Moore kind of just, like, sets it apart. Like, it's not her fault. It's like, ah, oh, it's honestly fucking insane. You got, you should watch it. Yeah. Um, then I watched a documentary about Inside Mecca for school. 
I like write a little thing about it. It's just like about people going to Mecca to like do some like religious thing. I mean, it, it was it was kind of oh, like, like when they uh when like the pilgrimage. Yeah, there's a big like cube. Yeah, people, like, we watched the same one like, when I was yeah. in high school. Really? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very Keith boring. David, Keith David narrated it, so like his voice is cool. Oh yeah, I Keith David is great. Uh, and then last night I rewatched Knives Out. Peak. Yeah, I think it holds up. Holds up just as well. God, it's um, so damn good. The writing is so good because, like, I I know the outcome, and like, by the middle portion, I was like, no way, it's him. Like, no way, he's a bad guy. Yeah. And I was like, because like I don't know, it's so well written. I think the the way it's edited is really cool too. The cast is insane. Uh, yeah, that's a great film. Yeah, very very entertaining. Looks looks pretty. Logan yeah. Armas can't go wrong. Ryan Johnson, other than that, kind of stinky, though. I don't know why. Just like The Last Jedi, you know, that movie sucks, right? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've... So, starting in December, um, I watched Slumber Party Massacre. Nice 80s slasher. Good time. Rewatch Real Steel. Um, peak boxing movie. Um... And then I watched The Fighter for the first time. So if you like boxing movies, you need to see The Fighter. Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen Warrior? Have you yeah, seen I've seen Warrior. Warrior's yeah, not a boxing movie, though. Warrior's like you have yeah, seen. Yeah, I know. It's sport, sports combat. Yeah, combat sports. Yeah, that's what I said. Where yeah. do you have that at? Warrior? I don't have yeah. it logged, but it'll probably like a four, four and a half. It's really damn good. Bro, you gotta rewatch it. That shit's fucking peak. I watched first of all. I give it a five. Have you seen a? Have you seen the fighter though? I have. I have. I need. To. Oh, very, very good. Very sad, but also a true story, which is definitely interesting. Um, it's Mark Wahlberg just playing Mark Mark Wahlberg, but uh, Christian Bale is great. Amy Adams is great. Um, yeah, really, really solid film. Um, and then I watched Pingu's The Thing. Um, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Alan. You've seen The Thing, right? The Thing, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything about this. Just, like, after we're done recording, just go look up Thingu on YouTube and watch it. It's loggable on Letterboxd. It's outstanding. It's two minutes. I, th- I think it's less than two minutes, yeah. actually. Um, watched a independent horror from New Zealand called Housebound. It was fine. Nothing special. Um... I just can't take anybody from New Zealand seriously. Their accent is so silly. Um, They just sound so goofy. Sorry to all my New Zealanders. I love you, and I would love to come live with you, but your accent sounds real goofy. Um, I watched 2019's Good Boys, um, which was real shit. Um, I think I gave that a half star as well. Didn't laugh a single time. Um... Watch The Irishman for the first time. 99 out of 100. Just outstanding. Um, we were talking about... Uh, someone... When we were talking... To quick di- quick, to quickly to digress. Uh, we were talking about earlier in the... Um, Real Talk Discord. Someone was talking about... They were doing like... What are five Oscar... Four Oscar snubs that you think don't get talked about enough? And then somebody like put... Uh, uh, like as a joke, I think it was Isaac. He put like together like four like really shitty ones, but part of the four was uh Robert Downey Jr. in The Irishman, 
which I think he's outstanding. Than Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think that was. Yeah, he's he's good in it. I don't know if he actually thinks he's bad or whatever. Yeah, that's wild. I thought he was excellent. Um, but that he movie. Also, he also thinks Halloween is good. You know. Halloween so... is mid. It's fine. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, the Rob Zombie one. He thinks Halloween Two is like a peak. Oh, that's wild. That's um, like the worst movie ever made. So. Yeah. Uh, and then I followed The Irishman by Kung Fu Panda, um, which I had never seen. Yeah. Quite enjoyable. Um, really good time. Great voice acting. Um, and then I followed that. I would, This was on a plane ride. Um, I watched Black Swan for the first time. Uh, wow. It's... Masterpiece. Yeah, dude, that movie was amazing. I mean, my boy Vincent Cassell. Um, and then I got home from vacation. I was just playing Fortnite, so I threw on Tron Legacy while I played video games. That is now officially my most logged movie on Letterboxd at seven times. Um, let's see. Four more. Uh, watched The Mighty Ducks yesterday. Haven't seen that for a very long time. Still holds up. Really wholesome hockey movie. Um, Emilio Estevez is great. Really funny. Um, good nurse from last year with Eddie Redmayne and Jessica Chastain. I gave it a four and a half, but everybody I follow has it a bit lower, which is odd to me because I thought it was excellent. True story, really sad. Um, it's about the most lethal serial killer of all time. It's about this guy who's a nurse who basically like murders people. Um, by putting a combination of insulin and digoxine in their IV bags. Um, and it basically kills them over time and in about 24 hours. And, I mean, he's in prison now. Um, he's serving... He uh, pled guilty to 27 murders, um, but the estimated amount is over 400. Um, it's More freaking... It's crazy. Um, and it's Eddie Redmayne and Jessica Chastain, uh, definitely would recommend checking that one out. Um, very, very good. Um, quite enjoyed that. Um, last two, last night I watched Date Night, uh, from Sean Levy. Um, here's my thing about Sean Levy. He knows how to do one thing. He, and he, he doesn't try to... He doesn't try to go away from that one thing. He just knows how to give you a good time for an hour and a half to two hours. And I respect that. And, I mean, it's it's nothing special, obviously, but it's a good time. Um, and that's how all of his movies are. I mean, you got Free Guy, all the Night at the Museum movies, Adam Project, Real Steel, Cheaper by the Dozen, The Internship, This Is Where I Leave You, Pink Panther, Big Fat Liar... I mean, he just, like, wants people to have a good time in his movie, and I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? David Leach is kind of the same as Sean Levy, where they just, like, make movies. Who, who's that? David? Uh, Bullet Train. He's making The Fall Guy. Oh, I haven't seen Bullet Train yet. I still need to see that. What? Um, and then, to start off my Christmas movies, I rewatched today... One of my uh, underrated favorites, uh, the horror comedy Christmas movie uh, Krampus. Um, it's a blast. Really fun. 
uh, Tony Collette, Adam Scott, David Koechner. Really good. And that's everything. Um, God, I need to stop watching so many movies. It's an addiction. Um, let's see. Yeah, Alan, thank you for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Um, we That was really fun. Obviously, you'll probably be back on again in the future. Um, we love having you on. Um, go check out Alan's podcast, uh, Fistful of Films, on YouTube, Spotify. Are you guys anywhere else or just those two? Uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, YouTube, Spotify, Fistful of Films, really good stuff. Um, are you guys still doing your Tarantino series? Yeah, we just finished Grindhouse and then Inglorious Bastards should be up like the 6th, so tomorrow, hopefully. Maybe. Cool. Yeah, so good. They're working through Tarantino's filmography right now. Go check them out. They have some great stuff. Um, Will, who we've had on here as well, uh, is, is also a part of that pod. Um, if you want to follow uh, me, uh, go... Trey the Film Noob, TikTok, Twitter, Letterboxd. Um, I may or may not get an Instagram in the future. Still still thinking about the idea, trying to plan it out, you know. Um, but for right now, it's Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. I'm going to try. I know you're probably like, but Trey, you're never active on TikTok and Twitter. I know. I haven't been active the past, like, two months. Um, I'm going to get back into it this week. Um, you're going to be getting movie reviews. You're going to be getting lists. You're going to be getting brackets. I'm going to start working on some memes um it'll be a good time uh obviously follow jagger jagger film fan at uh letterbox jagger movie reviews and instagram and twitch and jagger film reviews on tiktok and twitter um check out our merch uh join us this friday for our friday night double feature um it's our peter pan double feature so we will be reviewing the original animated peter pan and uh the legacy sequel directed by steven spielberg hook um which i'm quite excited for um, and then, uh, next Tuesday, we will be reviewing The Network by Cindy Lume, um, on our IMDb, um, list, and, yeah, thank you for joining us, Alan, thank you for being on, um, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs>